0: Welcome to Pocketry Presents, the podcast for emerging and aspiring poets. I'm Indrani Pereira, the founder of Pocketry, the home of unheard voices. I'm coming to you from the lands and waterways of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I recognise their rich tradition of storytelling, one that we draw on when we write poetry. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and thank them for their custodianship of country. I acknowledge that this is stolen land and that sovereignty has never been ceded. In this episode of Pocketry Presents, we'll be hearing an established poet read one of their poems. I'll then talk a little bit about the poem, drawing out some of the techniques it uses. Today we'll be hearing a poem from David Munro. David Munro works as a statistician, analysing data and building models to help people understand the world around them. He feels the most interesting things in life are found in the liminal, from the absurd to the sublime. Poetry mathematics can deliver both. His first poetry collection, Wearing My Father's Hat, is published by Melbourne Poets Union
1: night sky as we lay on our backs staring into the night you said you felt like nothing but molecules of water floating in the void i said you were more that you're stiffened with star forged iron was that a cry for help i asked how are you going but didn't listen to the answer i was always better at watching stars than people
0: Listening to David Munro reading his poem Night Sky Gives Me Goosebumps. I especially love the line, you are stiffened with star-forged iron. It reminds me that according to science, all our atoms of carbon, nitrogen, oxygen and heavy metal elements such as iron were created in the hearts of stars. I like the idea that this star-forged iron flows through my body, stiffening my bones and giving me strength. This poem is only 11 lines long And yet, it manages in that short space to tell a story, share a memory, and recount a conversation. With his generosity and his words, David takes me inside this memory and reveals a little of himself. Like most things, poetry has a language of its own used to describe the techniques and devices used by poets. Some of the terms may be familiar to you and others will be new. We're going to start our discovery of the language of poets with one of poetry's most basic units, the line, Other basic units are words and the verse. James Logan Buck in The Art of Poetic Line says that poetry is the sound of language organised in lines. The first thing to know about a line of poetry is that it is not the same as a sentence. A line of poetry can be a fragment or an incomplete sentence. A single line of poetry can even be a poem called a monostitch. A line of poetry does not need to start with a capital letter or end with a full stop. You can leave out the verb and on its own, a single line does not need to make sense. Where a poet chooses to break one line to start another line can depend on a number of things. Sometimes, but not always, it is for sense. A line that does end with a natural grammatical pause, such as the end of a phrase, a clause or a sentence, is called an end-stop line. Sometimes a line can break where a natural pause would occur if you were speaking the line. But a line can also break in order to rhyme or to have a certain number of syllables. Often, when this happens, the meaning is carried over from one line to the next. When it does this, it is known as enjambment. The term enjambment originates from the French words jambes, meaning leg, and enjambé, meaning to straddle or step over. By using enjambment, a sentence can run on for several lines, or even straddle an entire poem before reaching the end. It's like you take a sentence and break it over several lines. You can even break it from the end of one verse to the start of another. And this is exactly what David does with the lines. Like nothing but molecules of water floating in the void. When you read poetry, it's natural to pause at the end of each line. If the line continues on to the next, its meaning pulls you forward, while at the same time the break makes you pause. This pause and this pulling forward creates a tension, a sense of expectation. Night Sky is a gorgeous gem of a poem that uses enjambment to great effect, and it ends with two enjambed lines. I was always better at watching stars than people. The pause created by the end of the line, I was always better at watching, gives weight to the word watching. It makes us hesitate and inhabit the space created by the word. We are watching and waiting for the next word, which is stars these poignant final words of the poem are so insightful and they resonate in a very truthful way. I can totally relate to being too busy or distracted by something else to pay attention to the person I'm talking to and I think this is a very human thing to be blinded by the things that glitter so we miss the smaller more important details right next to us. How often do we all miss those little moments of connection those opportunities to be present and open to others and for me This is what the best poets and poems do. In revealing something of themselves, they teach us something about ourselves. I would like to thank David for sharing his poem with us. If you would like to read Night Sky, the poem in this episode, you'll find it in Wearing My Father's Hat by David Munro. It is available to buy from the publisher Melbourne Poets Union. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Pocketry Presents. To find out more about Pocketry the home of unheard voices, visit www.pocketry.com.au and happy writing.